0: Hi everyone and thank you so much for joining me. This is Stevie Medina of the Star Alignment podcast and I am here with the women of the original Star Alignment Collective. I have Ash Brooks here.
1: Hello <laughs>
0: Hi Ash. Hi. I have Jennifer Wrightmeyer here. Hi Thanks Jen. Hi <laughs> and I have Georgia Rye here as well. Hey. Hi, Georgia. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining me. This episode is for us to share a little bit of our story of how we came to work together and how we came to decide to transition the podcast into something different. And so I want to begin by sharing a casual and brief overview of the origins of the podcast. So, for me, I started studying astrology early in 2016. After studying psychology in school, I have my bachelor's in psychology. And um, I knew that I wanted to follow the teachings of Carl Jung and Rudolf Steiner in my way of working with people. And in school, I also studied yoga and Thai massage. And I knew that in yoga, astrology was central, but it was harder to access. So once I graduated and I started exploring the world, I was looking for ways to learn astrology. And actually the first way that I really began to see the impact of astrology in my life was through David Palmer, the Leo King. And he has a daily podcast or a daily video show, um, which he was doing on YouTube for free at the time. And he was transitioning to a paid platform and i found him just in time. And I joined his platform and listened to his daily horoscopes for a year and I found that I learned a lot about astrology very quickly um, by listening every day and by also applying what he was teaching to my life. Um, and there were things that he would mention that I was like, wow, I, I wonder, like, there's more to that, you know, cause there's only so much you can share in 10 minutes. And eventually David Palmer led me to Astrology Hub and you can learn more about Astrology Hub at astrologyhub.com. And they have a community which they bring together a lot of master teachers so david was one of those teachers in the community and so i ended up joining their community and i was in their community for about six months and was learning from different astrologers and studying the moon patterns and all different types of astrological techniques and i could tell that they were growing so i asked if they needed support and then i started working for astrology hub for about two years and it was that point that i really knew a lot that my voice wanted to come out um, and I knew that daily horoscopes was one of the most impactful ways that I was able to get in and learn. So I felt really drawn to that. i had also invested in taking a course with David, which was all about becoming a professional astrologer and doing daily horoscopes and and broadcasting. Um, so what I thought was that I wanted to do iTunes and Spotify because this was a free platform and it's it's very easy to Google search and to find. So if like the moon was conjunct Venus, if someone was looking up that aspect, which I tended to do, like I would read the aspects on Google, hopefully I would come up in the search and um, it would be easy for people to find me. So I ended up investing in a podcasting course and designed this whole system And while I decided, okay, I'm going to do a daily horoscope every day, I I thought I could just hop on and record 10 minutes and it would be really easy. Um, uh, But it was way more challenging than I thought it was going to be on paper. Um, There was a lot of things down to like storage and microphones and um, even the comfort that I had in my own voice. And that was one of the big reasons why I was like, I got to speak it. I have to at least do audio because i was um honestly before the podcast microphone scared i remember at my sister's wedding um i had taken like three shots of tequila before my speech for her wedding because i was petrified to go give a speech uh and then afterward i was like well that was dumb um (laughs) i should probably get more comfortable with that um so yeah i knew that if i got on the mic i would get i would just overcome that fear and um I created a podcast every single day until, jeez, I'm losing like track of time. Um, It was like late of 2019 that I started to realize maybe I should cut out the weekends and make the weekend more succinct. So I went from every single day to just doing the weekend horoscope. And then after that, I was still like feeling quite burnt out because that's sort of the reality of all of that content. Um, so then I started doing weekly. And um, I really enjoyed learning and writing and connecting with everyone through the podcast in that way. Um, but I found eventually my intuition was telling me that I could reach out for some more support, especially having created my mentorship program um, with which many all of you women here have experienced. And I was like, okay. I think I can begin to let some of these um, forecasts become a little bit more diverse because it's still the same essence where we get to listen to the daily horoscope and feel how it feels in our body. So that's where all of you women came in. I actually was, um, it was the new moon in Aquarius on January 24th of 2020. Um, It was a few weeks before my birthday and I had just interviewed Ash and her partner Matt through their band Starbirds for the music for the podcast for Pisces season. And it was also a new moon. So I was like planning on um, recording a new moon in, in Aquarius video. And I was so tired. I was so, so tired that day. And I recorded the video. And after that, I was like kind of broken down because I knew that I loved this content this community, um, this role, this like platform I'd created, and there's something to telling yourself you're going to do something and then doing it and persisting through it and getting strong from it. So I was having a bit of like inner, um, conflict because I didn't want to let go. Um, but I was determined to find a solution. So I literally asked God, I was like, please, I was crying. I was like, what should I do? And I had a vision of all three of these women, Ashton and Georgia, literally like angels over my head. Like they could help, maybe they, maybe we could do it together. And literally that weekend I I contacted all of them. This was January 24th. And by the way, I'm in Aquarius. This was an Aquarius new moon. Um, and I was just getting all the cosmic downloads. (laughs) And on the 28th, I talked to Jen on the 29th, I talked to Georgia and on the 30th, I talked to Ash and within less than a week, everyone was like, I feel it. Let's do it. Let's try it. Um, I'm really moved by what you do. Um, so yeah, I want to just create some space now that you've known the quick trajectory of how I got into this and why I got into it. Um, why, any of you ladies whoever wants to start, you Google searched the podcast and you found it. Um, let's
1: start there. <laughs> yeah, so I actually came across Starry Alignment in a really interesting way. I was working at a crystal shop doing tarot and astrology readings and selling crystals. And my coworker, Whitney, came in one day and she's like, I've been listening to this daily horoscope podcast that I really love. I think you would like it too. And she put it on in the shop while people were shopping. And you know, so I was listening to it while I was helping customers. And I was like, wow, this lady has a really soothing voice. I really (laughs) like it. And I had been looking for a daily horoscope column or podcast or something that would allow me to kind of keep up with what was going on. And I had yet to find one that really resonated with me and spoke to me. And I instantly loved it. I started listening to it every single day. And within two months, my partner, Matt, and I were playing a show in New York and we had developed a few months earlier, we had developed this astro-musical system called tonal cosmology that utilizes the music of the spheres and gives a note to each planet and allows you to build chords based on planetary transits and aspects and zodiac signs, chakras, etc. And so we were in New York and we were getting ready to go on stage and we met um, a couple people that had come and were milling around. And this one guy, Chris, we were talking about astrology for like a half hour before we went on stage stage and he was like, wow, you should really meet my friend. She's looking for music for her podcast. I feel like you guys would be perfect. And he put me in touch with her and it was Stevie whose (laughs) podcast I had been listening to every day and the only astrology podcast I was listening to at all. And it was just a beautiful synchronicity and really interesting. And so we ended up creating a 12 unique zodiac tracks using the tonal cosmology system that were featured on stevie's podcast and then a year later once we had completed that project is when stevie reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be a part of the starry alignment collective and that just seemed like a really natural progression <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah meeting you was so cool because you were like by the way, like I listened to your podcast and I was like, wow, that's so powerful. Um and I remember when I chose the music, uh I was like, man, I really wish that we could have something changing every month with the sun and I would journal about it and ask and then all of a sudden you came. So, yeah, I think that when you when you follow spirit and you just listen to your intuition, you end up calling other people's intuitive creations into your life and into a web and it it just starts to co-create, which is sort of what I love about this experiment because it just started with me in my room, almost like feeling lonely in the astrology community and knowing that if I started to speak, I would find other people who would be happy to listen and even speak to and share. So thanks, Ash. (laughs) Yeah, of
1: course. Thank you.
2: Yeah. So I met Stevie through Instagram, actually. Um, I was about, I think about a year into really starting to study astrology for myself. And for me, it really started organically watching the moon. Um, So it was just so powerful. I I met with Stevie virtually (laughs) um, in October of 2018. It was, I think, only really in the second week of the podcast starting uh, when I found your Instagram and I saw the the daily posts there, and then I went and actually listened, and just felt such um, an organic connection. And and somehow we started chatting like just through DMs on Instagram, and it immediately really felt like a kindred soul and someone I could really trust. Um, so interestingly, on the eclipse that happened on January fifth of twenty nineteen. I'll spare the details, but I had a rather crazy life turning upside down event and I was just like, okay, it's time. I need to book my one on one with Stevie and um, really, really have this wisdom that's been guiding me in a daily fashion in a really personal way. Um, So yeah, then Stevie and I had our first session end of January. Remember, it was just before both of our birthdays and Yeah, again, the sisterly connection just really flourished. I remember we stayed on after our session and chatted for a while. And um, then by the spring when when Sacred Rhythm, or the first incarnation of it was really called Divine Timing, which is the program I took, the mentorship program. And man, it just, it so quickly deepened my understanding of the planets, um, both in a really technical manner, but also just my ability to embody all of the very scattered feeling aspects of my own chart and I'd say within maybe the the first month and a half of that program I was like wow this is I feel called to do this work Um, that that program really changed my life Stevie Um, and it's just so amazing that about a year after our first session together on the Aquarius new moon of this year um, just that you asked me to join that that was such a and unexpected, but but such an organic manifestation. Um, yeah, so that's how I came to the podcast. So, so flowingly and naturally. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you found me through Instagram. <laughs> it's
0: awesome what the internet does. Really. Yeah, and I'm really glad that you had such an opening experience in that you, you, got, to, like, you got to evolve even further with the collective this initiative. So it's been really beautiful to watch everyone grow in their relationships from like the b- initial point that we met.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: thank you. Ooh. Um I discovered the podcast first originally and it was about I think it's been almost two years, at least like a year and a half. I don't remember the exact timing, but it was in the springtime. And I was going through this relationship um, and just kind of deciphering. I was moving houses and going back to help my family with their house. And I had spent most of my um, childhood learning from my grandfather and just using tarot cards. And I was passed down my grandmother's tarot card. So the, the specific deck has astrology in it, but I never really went into it. And so I found myself in the kitchen on this morning in an empty house. And I was like, what What do I need? Like something? something's calling me to remember what is home. Essentially is what it felt like. And I was like, well, I don't really want to read a book because I want to be more active. So what can I listen to? And I'd never heard of any any astrology podcasts, really. I hadn't even taken the chance to look. So I looked it up on Spotify, just astrology podcast, I believe. And Stevie's was right at the top, and I put it on and It honestly just took my breath away. Um, And so I sat and I drank my morning coffee and I was so grateful. And that was my morning for the next three months or so. Um, And then I remember Stevie announcing her Sacred Rhythm Mentorship Program. And I was driving home from work and, um, and I got home and i i reached out to you and i was like i would love to have a discovery call and then we had our discovery call and i'm sitting in my car on a beautiful sunny day and i just remember like my heart opening up of like yes invest in yourself like invest in this journey that you reached out to and found and it instantly came um and let's talk about divine timing right it's, it's incredible. So from there, I went through the Sacred Rhythm Mentorship. Um, and, and that was really the first, like, deep dive of having someone lead me through so many details that we find in astrology. And, and especially going through my birth chart. Um, I'd had a reading done briefly from a family friend probably four or five years before and but never really I like I mean sometimes it just goes over your head but then when you return to it it opens itself up um and so I went through that and it was absolutely life-changing just like Jen said um and then so we finished that at the end of last summer, and and then we just stayed in contact, which was amazing. And the sisterhood that we created, and I was so happy to hear that you had felt that too, because we would go over our sessions in, um, you know, mutual excitement and enthusiasm, and um, it was just so great. And it's really interesting for me being across the country from all of you, having ability to create this bond. Um, So when you came forward and, you know, was talking about your ideas of expanding um, and that there would be four of us working together, I was like, yeah, the collectiveness of what we can create um, just felt right. And so I said yes. And it's been amazing to Learn and speak and learn through teaching it has been really great. So that's how I became here.
0: Thank you, Georgia, for sharing. It's so nice to hear, like, from your own voice. And I can remember uh, because we did a video call with our. our discovery call for Sacred Rhythm. Like I remember seeing you, and you know, there's a Portland vibe, there's an Oregon vibe, and you're all the way across the country. And that's what's really cool about connecting with people like all over, different accents, like different ages, different timelines. Um, yeah, and I'm so glad that we got to keep growing together. So that's really what this is about too. Is that um, we grew out of our needs. Like we found the podcast, um, we found astrology out of our needs. And even the idea of um, creating the collective was based on um, like an idea to expand and fulfill that need of how much work it really requires to record, edit, um, do research and all of that. Um, So I guess I want to transition now to asking you all what inspired you to get involved with creating the collective and just like sharing your voice. Because I know for me, um, like I, I told you my tequila story, Like sharing my voice was always something that I knew I wanted to practice. And um, yeah, just like reaching more people and, and knowing that I could create a community from watching David, from watching the Astrology Hub and knowing that like these are little groups that are starting to grow. Um, and for me, like working with all of you as just incredible healers, women, um, people that are really going to deliver a healing experience. That was what I wanted. I wanted to continue creating healing environments through the podcast, through even workshops or readings that we host with um, that that nurturing and conscious, compassionate energy. So I knew that all of you would bring that. And... Um, that would allow me to maybe just switch roles and focus on other things. Um, so yeah, I knew, I knew that all of you brought the energy that would be beautiful to share with you, the community. So I'm just curious for you, um, what inspired you to take the chance of putting your, like being a writer, being a broadcaster and being a leader in this way?
2: I'll dive in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I feel like I was really studying a lot of different modalities, primarily my Reiki training and tarot. Um, and I just know for me that once I got far enough into astrology that it really felt like a language I was speaking, um, just how much it opened me up really from a psychological standpoint, too. I think um, the modern world is starting to really catch up to how just how therapeutic it really is. Um, it really does repattern the mind <laughs> and it felt like that was something I was just trusting Stevie that you saw that in me. And if it wasn't for your loving nudges in the direction, um, yeah, I just I just knew that it was my time to rise and share my voice. And um, it's interesting coming from a background in musical theater and performance, um, I did have a lot of wounds around my throat chakra and communicating, I think. My authentic self, because from such a young age in my artistry, so much of it was about um, how you're going to market yourself and fit into these kind of preconceived boxes of your image. Um, So I think this for me, there was a lot of fear initially, but it was exactly what I needed to break through and just find my authentic voice. Also, as a writer, you know, writing for me has really been personal and very poetic and this really pushed me to grow and kind of bridge the gap using this technical language of astrology that I found such, again, psychological healing in and then my kind of poetic writing really healing my heart um, and merging that together and to have the honor and opportunity to share that with um, such an amazing community that you already established, Stevie, really Oh, I'm tearing up. Yeah. Just, um, truly divine alignment. Thanks, Jen. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I can absolutely relate to your microphone anxieties, Stevie. I was very shy growing up and it took me years and years of making music quietly in my bedroom never sharing it with anyone and it wasn't until i met my partner matt that he encouraged me to give it an audience and it was very difficult for me and it still is at times and the same thing i had been writing for many years making art writing about astrology and just hoarding it, basically, like not sharing it with friends, maybe, maybe even, but often just doing it for myself and not sharing it with anyone. And I started to see the impact it could have on people. And I mean, I certainly know the impact that Stevie's words has had on me. And I thought that, you know, maybe it would be a good idea to share that outwardly. And it's been an ongoing journey of feeling safe and comfortable letting my words and creations find their way in the world and sometimes when you release them you have to release the control over what happens to them and how they're received and that was very scary for me at first I didn't want to be judged or whatever but then I realized it's not necessarily about me it's about sharing these especially with astrology the ancient wisdom um the translations, really, that we're doing to translate these vibrations from the sky down to people and hopefully really help them. And so when I could think about it that way, I felt like it was a really great thing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can relate to all of that, what you just said.
0: Thank you for sharing.
3: Yeah. Um, I... I think I've, so I've spent a fair amount of my time alone um, in and in a positive way. I enjoy spending time um, researching and writing. Um, and I, I have, I've spent some interesting moments trying to like explain things to people um, and my friends because I'm as a Pisces with Mercury in Pisces there's this dream world that is, is like very, very natural for me to connect with and find symbology through. And I think it's really, it can be very healing. And so finding a way to almost bridge the gap with speaking of astrology and like, it is, it is a language. And being able to have the platform that CV you created um and have that be a safe place of deciphering and and also having guidance of like yeah these are the primary transactions that are going on with the planets and then also how is my guidance coming through and then just really trusting that um took a lot of courage still takes a lot of courage and um and, and working with the multimedia parts of it of like interacting with the community on social media um, and c- finding more comfort of stepping into a role. Um, and as like, it reminds me of the Hierophant card of how, and just like the, t- the, t- the uh, what is it called? I don't know, but it's the same, it's the same. <laughs> uh, to, to really learn something, we, we, to teach it. And mm-hmm. that integration that happens between those different levels um, has been of top of mind for me. And so it was um, just inspiring to come forward and have the opportunity and just kind of jump in um, and just trust And trust that the guidance is important and that it resonates. And definitely what Ash said of like, it's not necessarily about me. It's about working together and, and creating that sacred space through the vibration of our voices and the projects that we bring forth.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here unless all of you said yes. So I just want to express gratitude to each of you for being so open to trying this together and exploring being hosts of this podcast and doing daily content um, and analyzing the astrology in a very technical, but also poetic way. Um, we had initially you know, spoke on the last week of January and then we didn't launch our working together until March 15th. So we spent about two and a half months. Is that right? So we got February a month and a half. We did it pretty fast. And actually we, cr- we created our contract and got to working together during Mercury retrograde in Pisces just before COVID went crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was like a really intense... Um, Initiation that we went through, and we definitely called in guides and spirits and um, energies to support us, especially through Mercury retrograde. And um, all of us had to go through a training of recording and getting mics and how to utilize my templates. So, um, yeah, I just want to sort of paint a picture for the audience of what goes on behind the scenes in creating the podcast and that. the transition that we're moving through now, which, um, I think, uh, I think I should share that more openly. So for those of you who are just hearing this on the podcast, um, last Saturday, let me get the date for you. So this was Saturday, the 16th of May of 2020. Um, we announced on Instagram that we were going to be disbanding the Starry Alignment Collective and, dissolving the commitment of the daily podcast as a daily horoscope, um, because we found that even though we were working together and collaboratively, we were um, delegating the the days of the month um, between the economic downfall that we're all experiencing throughout the world, um, the safety and sort of chaos that COVID-19 has created, um, and also just the recognition that um, this podcast is produced 100% for free besides the society that we created, which was an attempt to make it a little bit more sustainable for us. Um, but it is a lot of work. We were spending cumulative cumulatively probably about, (laughs) I mean, I would say each of you were spending at least 10 hours a week and you had one week off. Um, I was working at least 15 to 20 hours a week probably more on just the podcast. So that's a cumulative like 40 hours a week on a free service. And what we started to realize was that um, maybe we can continue to work with the astrology community and to um, create environments where people can learn how to look at calendars and look at the planets and create their own dialogue in their own mind. Because for me, like I can look at a calendar and get a feeling for what the day is going to be. And I want that for the world. I want everyone to feel like the language is accessible to them. Um, Just like when you read an I love you sign, you know what that means. And if you read, you know, moon, trying Venus, you get a feeling for what that means. Um, So that's my goal in this transition is to just basically release the need to Um, need to work collectively 40 hours a week or more if we're hosting an event or if we're trying to host a retreat or something, which was our big goal. We were really excited about um, not only working together on the podcast, but also hosting online workshops, hosting retreats. And I hope that one day we do that and we invite other speakers and the collective also is a vibration that's beyond the four of us. So the vision is still there. It's just changing and adapting to the environment that we are in and that um, circumstances are changing in the world. And I also think that ironically Saturn in Aquarius, although has this humanitarian communal energy to it, it does invite solace and individualism and like space it's fixed air, you know, It, it like needs space in order for it to get perspective and um Yeah, it was beautiful to collaborate and it is beautiful to collaborate, but I've just been having a tremendous amount of time now to rest and to be of service to even the world in maybe a way that is more functional in the now. So for those of you that don't know that is happening, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mention that in the beginning. Uh, I was just excited to talk and share. Um, But if you're looking for more of like logistics, we definitely invite you to go check out our Instagram. There's a little letter there for you. We also sent this out to our email list. And the gist is just that we have really enjoyed working together. Um, But due to the time commitment and the energy that the podcast requires, we're going to be transitioning the way that we choose to connect. So, um, Now, I think that it would be a good time to begin to share what we learned out of this experience because I know that, you know, my goal is always to create content and I'm always like, share, create, keep doing it, you know, and um, sometimes when we create, we create rabbit holes, which is sort of, it's like life can be such a duality where it's like we have such expansion, but we also have contraction and we need to find balance with the expansion and the contraction that we are experiencing. Um, so for me, I think that one of the biggest things that I learned was that I can do it. (laughs) I think that I showed myself that, um, there's a lot of people out there who want to connect, even if it's on astrology, if it was on any other topic, people really appreciate information. So if you do want to share something, I definitely think it's a great idea. And if you want to do something that's daily, um, maybe just don't commit yourself to it for life like I did because it might not truly be sustainable. Um, So basically creating webs or thresholds for your goals um, so that you have time to rest because sometimes our passion can overlook um, just so many of the details. Um, For example, if you're recording a 15 minute episode You have to prepare for at least 15 minutes usually, and then usually more, uh, and then record it for 15 minutes and then listen back to it for 15 minutes and then create graphics. And before you know it, you're working for four hours a day and it never stops. So um, yeah, just recognizing all the parts of a system and respecting the system and respecting your body within the system. Um, um, My initiation around, was also to ask for help. And this was what the attempt of getting all of you ladies in, in asking you if you wanted to help, because maybe spirit was guiding me to continue to create this service, but differently. And then COVID happened and, you know, um, we also experimented and it was still a lot of work for everyone. So, um, but asking for help is a huge thing. Um, that, that really helped me as well. I think I'm gonna pause there, shared a lot. Does anybody wanna share um, what they learned from the two months or so that you were in the collective and serving in this way?
1: Yeah. Well, oh, go ahead, Georgia. Okay.
3: Um, what really came through for me um, was, well, I guess, it's just the power of and difference between interconnectivity and like independence and then interdependence um and allowing the uniqueness that each person has um in their spirit and then being able to trust trust that person to bring it forward um also the and just how interesting that is with the structure and how necessary it is so i think along with saturn being in aquarius um a lot of that came through, um, about that time. And, um, I think just, um, you know, I mean, it was my first time really being a part of a collective in this way and, um, and that it is, that the energy that is able to be created is, something that does go beyond just the moments of of doing the work um and and the diligence of being a part of that work and showing up for it is also a gift that um you know it 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 impacts your life and that energy can and will reverberate out um so that's I mean it's I guess my lessons were more um purely just about the experience of the whole process. Um I also really learned that I like editing recordings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite parts actually. Um despite the mic hole situation um so sometimes it's also really just good to invest in in the proper equipment um and then go with how that goes and you know if if things don't work out in the same way that you expected them to they are more than likely working out in the exact way that you are supposed to be growing through and growing to um and that's exciting and also just acknowledging that you know, um, I feel like time's kind of been speeding up a lot, even though we've all slowed down with COVID. And so this moment of experimentation um, has just been really uh, potent. And, you know, I feel more prepared to continue speaking And trusting myself that whereas if I didn't just take that leap of courage in the first place, I most likely would not be feeling as confident and whole in myself and clear that I do want to go forward in these areas of study and that it is an important lesson. Um, And then just trusting each other and like Stevie said, definitely asking for help. Mm. So... Yeah.
1: Yeah. For me, it was a really great lesson in working with other people. Um, as I mentioned, I've been kind of like a shy lone wolf in my day, and it's been really nice to interact with people that are very accepting and loving. And it's been one of the most positive group experiences that I've had. So I'm really grateful for that. And I also think it was a great lesson in not being afraid to put myself out there. I feel like the response that I got was extremely positive. There was no I don't know what I thought would happen, but you know, it just wasn't as scary as I thought. And it was really good in showing me that I can work at that pace. I can get all that stuff done and it was kind of like a very Saturnian lesson of deadlines and responsibilities and kind of pulling my weight within a group, which was very helpful. And I think that's something I'll carry with me. But it was also a lesson in balance and honesty with myself. I am a person with a lot of interests and astrology is a wide umbrella that covers many of those. And just being honest when I'm becoming off balance or not listening to my body and myself and what I need that day. I've gotten better about that as a result of working with you all. Yeah, Ash, I really resonate with
2: everything you just said. Just um, so much of my own spiritual journey was deeply like lone wolf energy and um, just having this sisterhood of such powerful, unique women um, to really empower and like uplift our individual voices I think that's my greatest takeaway. Um, yeah, definitely carrying that with me as well. I also agree that this attorney and sense of structure, um, Georgia. I'm also, you know, Pisces, Sun, and Mercury, so I tend to kind of float away. <laughs> and so this was a beautiful lesson in really finding that grounded discipline and working within a linear time con- construct to really be able to hone in on all of that dreaminess and share it. Mm-hmm. I think also just bridging like the writing, the astrology, the healing, um, getting to, to share tarot in, in the podcast too. And just, um, I think this is really birthing a new sense of me feeling like a, a complete individual rather than having so many scattered interests and, um, yeah, if it weren't for you, ladies, kind of welcoming this this new identity for me. Interesting too that we initiated this under the Aquarius new moon, which is my I'm Aquarius rising, so it's my first house, my sense of self, um, and really finding that through this this beautiful community.
0: Mm. Yeah, I can resonate with that because it was just me lone wolfing the podcast for a long time. And then I was like, okay, let's make this a sisterhood. Let's make this a community where the work is being delegated, not just the, not just the listening, but the creating is also becoming, you know, the listeners can create too. Um, And it, and it challenged me to figure out how I use Adobe you know, like how I do everything and I had to teach it to you all and, um, yeah, and create systems and structures so that we would always be on time with our productions and also have enough time for the days where we needed to like not do it and we could push things back if we needed to. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of, it's, it's an oxymoron in a way because by studying the daily transits, my goal is to basically follow the rhythm of that energy and create, um, basically eliminating these hard deadlines because the universe doesn't necessarily work like that. If you plant a squash, you know, you might, the harvest time is not the same every single year. And I feel like that's what we're evolving into is um, allowing ourselves to come on here on the podcast if we want and do another group discussion, or I can come on here and talk about the next Mercury Kazemi and just share when the energy is ready to be shared versus having this pressure. Um, But I will say that the pressure and the diligence has made me much better um, at utilizing the skill because it's like an athlete must exercise a muscle in order for it to be very strong. So um, I definitely think that having routines and consistency is key, Um, but um, maybe some of those routines can be more private and less public, which is sort of where I'm transitioning where I definitely, so I'm going to be studying astrology, creating content. um, But I won't, we and we won't have this like daily social media connection as well. And I want to say that too, that releasing of this daily connection might invite us more to get into nature and to just get away from our phones as much. Um, And I know that that was starting, that was part of the reason why my body was asking for help because I just couldn't spend any more time. On the uh, electronic um, i don 't even know this things these things are intense <laughs> we are we are blessed with them, but um, they 're not necessarily natural so um, that 's where i 'm going um, and now we can transition more to how people can stay connected, what we 're excited to do with our time and I know for me i've been studying more a lot more permaculture, a lot more of um, homesteading and researching best places to buy property because part of my dream has always been to not only have a community online, but a community in person and to live in the community of nature, uh, trees and and diversity um, around my environment. So that's what I'm doing. I'm working on building up my dream of own, owning my own property, a couple acres of land, um, to start and then hopefully more and more, and um, I would love to build homes that are sustainable and you know basically modern day earthships for myself, for my community, and have people living on like plots of land um, that 's theirs and that 's sacred, but then there 's some community centers or community gardens, essentially creating like towns um, for people like us who want to live a little bit more off grid but don't feel extremely alone. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And I'm also, I don't know if I should share it, but I i will say, I don't want to give away too much of my like, um, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like a secret sometimes when people work on things, they don't want to say it just in case, or it's like a, it's a sacred thing. So I will just say that I am working on, deepening my astro teaching and sharing um and i hope to share that with you guys in a few months um and in the meantime i will definitely be sharing the things that i start to accumulate because i naturally am going to need to overflow and and share so you can look forward to that um let's see if, is there anything else really yeah and for me I, this is a good this is funny i haven't announced this on the podcast um I have always been a huge advocate for cannabis and uh, so now that I have the space, um, I'm really excited to get more involved in that industry, hopefully. Um, If you are interested in cannabis, you know that it's a tricky industry to get your feet into, Um, especially for me. I live in New Jersey. So um, I'm hoping that that trajectory will be easy and smooth because I would love to grow cannabis based on astrology and basically like harvest and date things based on planetary aspects and yeah like I, I think that there's a lot of opportunity between like astrology farming and medicine and also home building because you can use cannabis and hemp to build homes build create paper rope um beauty products all the things so it's not just to get high it's to really save our planet because cannabis also heals our soil and is a very diverse and beautiful plant so yeah those are the main things that I'm working on and of course working with one-on-one clients I love seeing clients and uh Yeah, hopefully in the future we'll also organize some more collective workshops and we'll keep you guys posted. But that's that's all me right now. What are you guys excited to use your time to do now?
1: Well, I'm excited to move on to your farm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Working on it. I I will be there. (laughs) Um yeah, I mean, I am working on a lot of music stuff. Um In addition to playing music with Matt, we run a small record label out of our house called Flower Room. And I just released a solo album and just making a lot of music. And we've been doing some live stream performances. We're going to kind of kick that back up. I've been working on writing a novel. And I am still going to write about astrology and hopefully maybe do some videos or recordings if I feel inspired to. Um, But, you know, just kind of flowing with it and seeing what comes of that. And just really enjoying, yeah, being outside, gardening. Um, It's starting to get really warm in Maine, which is a very brief window (laughs) comparatively to some places. So it's nice to be able to Yeah, step away from the screen and enjoy that. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing. A lot of art projects, making some Zodiac related art things. Just seeing what I'm inspired to work on each day.
2: Cool, I'll dive in. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so interesting. So much nature, I think, really coming through for all of us and calling us. Um, For me, this pandemic um, rather suddenly uprooted me out of Brooklyn, and I'm so grateful. Um, I'm I'm really ready to leave the the concrete and grime behind and really feeling called to dive into the earth, um, just beginning to study herbs and plants and really understand um, the correspondence, everything I've learned about astrology that's given me this deep sense of purpose and how it relates to the life we have viscerally in front of us here on earth. I actually just found out I'm going to have a couple pieces of poetry published in a little e-zine online, so that's exciting. Oh, yeah, um, it's amazing, Jen. Makes, yes. Yeah, just just but it, it, it's you know small victory. Excited that um, getting out of my shell and starting to share my writing outside of just me posting it in, in a, a caption on Instagram. <laughs> um, so definitely wanting to refine my writing. Yeah, studying the earth. Um, It's interesting with um, this Venus retrograde too, in in my fifth house of childhood romance and creativity, um, I feel like there's so much unknown coming through as I I heal my creative expression. And um, in this time too, being quarantined with family, really undoing a lot of those root patterns that maybe um, from a young age kind of narrowed my creative focus. So just really focusing on the broadening and yeah, letting it flow where it goes, Um, but also continuing to do one-on-one sessions with tarot and Reiki and astrology, of course. Um, And I'm excited, I've been playing in my sessions, trying to find a nice organic blend of the three um, all at once. So that's feeling good.
3: That's beautiful, yay. I am excited to graduate school. (laughs) Um, I've been in and out of um, an associate program focusing on journalism for the past, well, basically since my senior year of high school. So I've been doing it like taking years off um, and doing some traveling and I'm happy to be closing that chapter. Um, in order to really focus on launching my sustainable clothing company, um, to really invest time into the screen prints that I already have made and, um, just challenge myself using the, the structure that I've learned through being with you guys, um, to be like, okay, so I know that I can make all of this. Now let's actually hold myself accountable to invest in my art and believe in that and not get distracted by who knows what else as best as possible, Um, like a different school structure or something like that. But really, um, like, spending time investing in my painting – Actually, creating things with the patterns that I've designed, and um, and then continuing my herbalism connections. Um, my father is wanting to um, start compiling family stories and doing that via video and recording. So I'll actually be able to kind of put through some of that knowledge and help him, and then like go on herb walks and lots of different, um, family focus. Um, and along the lines of that uprooting from Corvallis, Oregon and officially moving back home to New Mexico where I'm from. Um, and I've been in Oregon for the past 15 years and it is absolutely gorgeous. And I'm really excited to, um, move back to the land that I grew up on and like start a garden there and help my uncle and see my grandma and just kind of like take care of the land that my family owns. Um, Being the youngest sibling of five, I'm in this place where I'm the most flexible with my movement and I haven't done a lot of that so I'm really excited to to take that on um, and um, continue to do individual sessions as well and thinking about how I can incorporate not necessarily like a mediumship of mentoring and tarot and regular readings um, and just really focusing on how to create lifestyles that support our needle chart characteristics um and discovery i'm excited to kind of like dig into that and keep you all posted so thank that's you. what i'm excited for thank you love
0: yeah so if anyone wants to stay connected to us we would love to stay connected to you we're gonna have links to um everyone's social media pages also websites in the description of this episode um so the Star alignment collective page for now is just going to be paused and um you can stay in touch with us on our other individual pages um i realized that while i was sharing um there were a few things that I got like spotty with. So I just want to touch base. Um, I was really excited because I was like, oh, I haven't told you guys here on the podcast Um, about a week. Actually, the day that I announced that we were going to be disbanding our connection and this, you know, daily commitment, um, I well, the episode that I recorded with the host of the high T podcast, she launched my episode with her. And so it was my first ever podcast interview with another host and it was on the high Tea podcast, which is a cannabis podcast for women. And we had this whole discussion about cannabis and astrology. So just wanted to mention that I, um, that's where I wanted to begin. And that's also why I'm, I'm like becoming more open publicly about that interest. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks everybody for sharing what you are going to be doing. I, you can see the threads between us and I love that. I love that we're all so into creative expression and more of like sustainable living. So mm-hmm. I adore each, each and every one of you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know, leave us a review. This podcast is not going to like get archived and shut down. We're going to be cherishing this archive for a long time and probably continuing to add to it. But for right now, we're gonna be fluid, we're gonna be open and um, yeah, just stay in touch. Everything happens in the now. So um, I just guess we can say any closing words and then uh, we'll close the episode. So would anybody like to share any advice um, about like that you've learned from your
2: journey so far?
0: Um, I think a big
2: takeaway I meant to share earlier. um, I think this is truly a testament to really the quality and the impact of things not being directly correlated to their timely duration. Um, So I just, yeah, to everyone that's listening, um, just trusting, like letting yourself change with exactly what Stevie said, everything happens in the now, letting yourself change and evolve with all of your artistry and, um, not getting so attached to one passion that you forget to let others continue to bloom. Um, and also, sorry, one more quick thing. <laughs> I think through this collective too, I think we're, we all really revealed to each other that, um, that this. I think this, the strongest qualities of community, very Saturn and Aquarius, lie in really supporting the individual's journeys. Um, And I'm just so grateful for our time together and and really this mutual loving choice to disband and continue to flourish as individuals with with all of the continued support and love. So thank you to you ladies and to our beautiful community. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You go <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Those are beautiful words, Jen. I feel like, yeah, just sort of flowing with what is happening in your body and sort of, to borrow a phrase, the divine timing of everything. Um, you know, right now we're in a stage where both maybe individually, but definitely collectively as a planet where it's kind of hard to predict what's coming. It's hard. I mean, astrology can give us clues as to the feeling and the vibration of things, but ultimately a lot of our choices are rooted, you know, in the now and being able to tap into that and to allow for things to flow and things to change and... I think this has been a beautiful lesson in trusting that process and just it's been, it's been lovely to um, see that sort of illustrated in a way where change doesn't have to be a negative thing and it can really create a lot of openness and possibility and beauty. Wow,
0: that was, that was really deep. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how this was feeling. Like, oh, we can, we can stop doing that. And it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to hurt. It, It can, it can actually be really healing. So yeah, feeling that.
3: Yeah, I definitely, um, I mean, I think that was a huge point for me. Um, and really, I think that trusting in in yourself is huge always, and it can be really hard sometimes in moments, especially as we change. Um, but you know, we have the power to pivot, and the universe totally has our backs. <laughs> Um, and, and it, and it's the, the impermanence of things doesn't necessarily have to take away the power of the experience. And it is ultimately up to us and our mindset and our ability to be honest with ourselves and each other in order to create that vibrational impact. Um, and yeah, I just think um, with everything that we're going through globally, if you can really kind of, you know, it's hard not to get wrapped up in the social media and the technology because it has so many cool inspirational facts out there. And also that's how most, like, we all connected almost basically based upon that, Um And with our community, it has been absolutely amazing. Um, And it's important, but I definitely think that a lot of our other connection is with the earth and that is our deepest reflection. Mm. I am so appreciative of our community members, of all of our voices, and I am excited to see what comes forward.
2: Thanks,
0: Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. As you're saying that, I'm thinking that I want to really extend a heartfelt, like a heart pound of love to everyone that's listening (laughs) because um, this community uh, is very special to me, to the women listening, to the other, like, it's like Everyone beside each other, we become stronger because we're all here. Um, So I just want to thank everyone for their energy and for their time and for their energetic contribution to this that we're creating. Um, But the thing that's bringing us together is nature, is astrology, is the stars, is our awareness of our emotions. So although the support of daily guidance, it will be dissolving and those that have had this as part of their daily routine, I really invite you to utilize whatever tools come to you with astrology. There's a lot of free resources online. If you want to continue to know the aspects, you can find that, um, online. You can um, buy calendars. That's usually, uh, that's how we did it old school. And maybe that's better too, because we're off of our phones, we're off of the digital. Um, So you can get paper calendars that give you aspects. um, And in usually in those descriptions, they will give you guidance. And I think that losing the connection of our voices is going to amplify your own voice, which is kind of exciting. So um, please let us know how the journey goes. And, um yeah, connecting with the planets just shamanically, open heartedly having a dialogue with Jupiter, Venus, Mercury, the sun, Moon, Saturn, all of the planets, just just inviting them into your life whenever you need support and um, if you want further guidance with any of us, please feel free to reach out. Um, we are definitely wanting to stay connected because we are supporting this, this heartbeat that we're creating. So my final words for this community is to, you don't be afraid to start. Like for me right now, I'm starting my own farm. I've never done that. I grew up on Long Island in suburbia. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've never done a lot of things that I'm about to start doing, but my body's ready for it. My soul's ready for it. My future generation kids are ready for it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a big picture. So definitely just, just try and, and let the changes happen, decide your thresholds and honor your ability to stay committed to what's important to you. And when a chapter is ready to close, which I never mentioned this, but I launched the podcast um, when Venus was last retrograde in Scorpio in in October of 2018. And now Venus is retrograde in in Gemini two years later and we are dissolving. So the the planetary cycle speak, um, let them empower you. So thank you all ladies so very much. And we look forward to connecting again soon. Yes,
3: thank you. Thank you.